0: June
1: seventeenth, Back uh, Judge podcast.
0: I only have one trivia. I I, I missed that last part. Okay, it's all three good. <laughs> three was just three was too many. Three Tom, was over.
1: We're starting from the podcast with trivia. I have three. Tommy has three. Lee, you have one. Uh, and then also, I have a I have a surprise trivia for you guys. That we'll three get the trivia. trivia. You guys are you guys are nuts, man. I have three trivia and a, and a surprise trivia. This is in Jeopardy. All right, really, this is an NFL Jeopardy. I'm excited about this. Uh thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh hand I mean I'm just gonna say a hand up on my podcast performance last time. I was I was off the bullet train. Uh it was it was a tough day for me. And uh you know, I'm back though. You know, now we got the cold brew going, the energy's up. Um exciting to uh be talking ball with you boys.
0: Likewise, Clint. Most Great of the, to be back uh, in the booth.
1: Most of the mini camps and stuff are are wrapping up across the league. Lee, Lee, have we named this period where it's like, please God, don't tear your ACL or get arrested between now and training camp? Like, yeah, there, I feel like we've
0: uh, we uh, haven't named it, but we should.
2: This is uh, this is a hype upside season. <laughs> every, everything, everything is golden for everyone. There's up, you know. Everyone, you can make a case for every team, and this is. This is this is actually fantasy season. I think is what we should call it. This is fantasy season.
1: Maybe for the uh, non dynasty folk out there, it's 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 yeah. been fantasy season. Yeah, absolutely. It's been fantasy season since twenty nineteen. All right, trivia. Um, i I guess Tommy and I maybe can can go first. Get some of ours out of the way. Um, I'm excited about this. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go first here. I'll take the reins. All right. Um, okay. This player was a bust drafted by Houston in the top 10 of the 2007 draft.
2: a Okoye.
1: Yes, Tommy. Tommy, it's you just mo- got t- that
0: because you were doing research. It's,
1: it's, it's a Okoye. Mo- oh, I
2: heard Houston bust in
1: 2007. <laughs> I remember a Okoye. It's Amookie Okoye. Okoye. What is a Moibiacoy? The uh, the next the next hint is he's still the record holder for the youngest player ever to be drafted. So, yep. all right, no, that was d- disappointing. Go ahead, Tommy.
2: Um, all right. This player uh, was a second round pick in 2012 of the Tennessee Titans uh, and made the Pro Bowl in 2016 on a separate team. On, on not the Titans, but on an AFC team. Um, and he's no longer playing. He's no longer playing. Lineba- linebacker from North Carolina.
0: Steven Tol- Zach Brown?
2: Zach Brown. Oh, yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> that was a good trivia, Tommy. Um...
2: I think, I, I think I've got
1: three heaters, man. I All right. So is um, it my turn? Or? Well, let me do one, one more. Yeah, you guys used to do, do, one do one more. Three, and then I'll do, seven, I'll do and then one. Lee, you can jump in here. Okay. This is the one I'm most excited about. I'm, I'm curious to see if you guys get it on the first hint. Um, this player, selected by a team in the second round of the 2012 draft, the team who took him took his teammate from college in the first round.
2: Can't say the team. Well, you know, we, we might get
1: there. We'll see. Okay.
2: Position? Can we get a position? Yeah,
1: that's the second hint. Do we want the position?
0: It's kind of steep, clap. You're just giving us. I know. A,
1: I know. Yeah, he was a tight end.
0: Oh. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh. oh my gosh. Uh. What was his freaking kind of name? Steep, Quarterback team, it was that. Andrew Luck and Colby Feener. Colby Feener? Yes.
2: Colby yes. Yeah. Kobe Fleener. Kobe Colby Fleener. F- I said
0: Colby Fiener. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's a good that's a good term of Colby That Fleener. was a good
0: one. Colby Fleener. Uh, I love the twenty 20- twelve. I'm glad we're, we're doing twenty twelve. I got a twenty twelve for what it's worth. We'll get there uh, though.
2: Th- this one is a throwback. Um this I this is I'm I'm I think you guys should be able to get this, but I'm gonna. All right, this player was a second round pick in 2009. He was two time All Pro, 2012, 2013. Three time Pro Bowl, 2009, 2012, 2013. And the the number, I guess I'm gonna get. All right, he led the league in interceptions as a rookie in 2009. Who is this player? Mm.
1: is it a safety or a corner
2: should i should i have to tell you guys that you think i don't
1: know it's 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 up to you i don't know i just i mean i'm thinking like 2000 uh guy who's gotten a lot of picks led the league his rookie year in picks in picks
2: with nine and
1: trail roll Did you say the teams? I forgot uh, I forgot. You I, said, you uh, said he was I think the teams the team could can we get a division? I think the team is, I think the team is too good. I'll, do you want division or college? I mean, I would prefer the division, but he might we might prefer the college. Give Lee
2: the, uh, the tiebreaker <laughs> Two points right now. He's he's in
1: the leaderboard.
0: No, go ahead. AFC East. AFC East. Um, okay. It's not Leon Hall, is it?
2: No. Man. He went to Oregon, second round uh, in 2009, 42 overall.
0: He went to Oregon. In the Please. AFC
1: East, that was not the division I was expecting.
0: That was not even the division Leon, Leon Hall was playing. In. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. The
2: team was the Buffalo Bills. Oh,
1: what? Oh, my God. Uh, man, this uh, should
2: have been my third one, I guess. Uh.
0: Wait, I know this. I know this. Uh, Darius Bird. Darius Bird. Yeah. Yes,
2: Darius Bird. Shoot, man. I should have gotten that. Really. I, was, I was nowhere
1: close. Yeah, I should have gotten that.
2: Went to the Saints Was the Bills from '09 9 to 13, Saints from 14 to 16, and then had a one last week with Panthers in 2017, but led the league as a rookie in interceptions. Nine.
1: That a name I completely forgot about. Yeah. That's why we do trivia. All right, Lee. Well. Step up to the play, buddy.
0: Um, My player was a top 20 pick. In the first round in the 2012 draft. To the Chicago Bears. Oh, Shane oh, That's McClellan. that's good. That's rich.
1: Oh. Jeez, I'm getting skunked out here. I Terrible. was gonna say
0: Shane McClellan was one of my one of those guys that I blindly liked, and he just didn't didn't really have a great <laughs> career. He did win a Super Bowl though.
2: He he crawled so Vander Esch could. He walk, did. Right? He
0: did. Yeah. Um, that's it for me.
1: Uh, All right, I'll, I'll toss my last one out here. This undrafted safety began his career playing for the Jets and the Patriots from 2011, or sorry, from 2008 to 2011. He eventually made a name for himself playing for the Ravens in 2012, winning the Super Bowl.
2: He was drafted by the. He was, he was
1: undrafted, undrafted. Signed with the Jets, went to the Patriots, but then makes a name for himself in Baltimore, winning a Super Bowl in twenty twelve. After he played for the Ravens, he went to play for Detroit. Mm. Is this?
0: Uh, is this? Um... Hedigbo? Yes. God, yeah. What's his first name, Clep? James Hedigbo. James Hedigbo. See, I saw him in downtown Birmingham <laughs> wearing a flat brim a flat brim hat and an under armor, skin tight, long sleeve. Oh, and that must he might, have been a, a sight. He, he he might be one of the to this day, one of the most <laughs> built men. I've ever what seen. Do you in my think life? the
1: body fat percentage on him was like below 10? five? Yeah, <laughs> below
0: five for sure. I mean, that the guy—that man had biceps that are missile.
1: probably bigger than most people's
2: legs.
0: Yeah,
1: like uh, yeah.
2: yeah. I completely.
0: I said something to him,
1: just like uh, Calvin outside the mobile. Yep. yep. Best believe I'm gonna say something.
2: Um. All right, my last one. This might be easier than than Jarius Byrd. I don't know. I thought it, I thought this was a bit of a stumper, but um, this player was a fourth round pick in two thousand six, offensive lineman, um, but made four uh, first team All Pros from twenty to, from two thousand nine to twenty twelve, a second team All Pro in two thousand thirteen, a six time Pro Bowler, and was a member of the NFL All Decade Team, twenty ten. Offensive lineman. Who was dra- who went to an NFC South team where he had most of the, most of his his success.
0: Uh Ryan Khalil?
2: No. That's a good guess though.
1: Alex Mack? No. Nope. Mm. Mm. What year was he drafted again, you said?
2: Two thousand six, in the fourth round. From Bloomsburg.
1: I'm assuming he's retired?
2: Yes.
0: I feel like I know this, but it's not really, not really, uh, not coming uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, the specific team?
2: I think the team. Is, we'll give it away, but with with our with where our brains are at, I'm I'm willing to give the. Team I think up. it's the Saints. It is the Saints. I think
0: it's the Saints. I'm on, so I'm on pace here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh. I know it's. I knew it was the Saints. I just can't find the name of
1: my. Through the cobwebs, The Saints lineman. That was good.
2: We're talking pre-COVID.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Now it's really starting to bother me. Who like? Who was the best lineman on the Saints when they won the Super
1: Bowl? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of too. Lee. I'm, try- I'm like playing like the you know the pictures in my head like of the confetti. <laughs> I'm yeah. Trying to try to find a face. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think yeah. I'm out on this one.
2: He pl- also played for the Seahawks and the Packers for one year. Seahawks in 2016, Packers in 2017.
0: I'm gonna be mad when you say his name.
2: Seahawks and Saints in 2016, Packers in 2017.
1: I mean, was he, I mean, he part of? Oh, Max Unger.
2: No. A good, oh, that geez. was a really good one. Clip. Unger, I believe, uh, spent the most of his career in. Was he
1: well, he was, though, in New he, was tra- oh, he was he was Oh, he was traded for Jimmy Graham. That's yeah. what I was thinking about. Yeah. Mm. That
2: is that's a good that's a good trivia though.
1: All right, I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. I thought I struck gold.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm out as well.
2: We should have done this last night when you were on Air Club. <laughs> you were firing on all cylinders. You were overdosed on Alpha Brain. Um... It's Jari Evans. Mm. Jahari Evans.
1: Mm. Yep. Makes sense.
2: Yep. Who has a pretty insane resume that I'm looking at right now.
1: Gold jacket?
2: Yeah, Super Bowl. I don't know. That's, that's, a, that's an interesting question. I actually was getting into a nice little heated discussion with my my roommate. We were watching the NBA Finals talking about the NBA Hall of Fame versus the NFL Hall of Fame. and. If Jari Evans plays in the NBA, he's going to the Hall of Fame.
1: You boys been you, you boys have been to Canton, right? Yeah, land of land, land of K. Adams.
0: Tommy, did did I just sense you forgetting that we went to Canton? <laughs> you, you weren't sure. <laughs> yeah. You weren't sure until I said, "Yeah."
2: I did. I would have got it eventually, but I did. It wasn't. You know, I'm, I've got I got trivia. See, that's
0: a now. trip. That's a trip that that a football guy doesn't forget. All right. <laughs> You you you, you, you a, don't forget that trip.
2: Was that a that was the one we went to Cleveland, right?
0: Um yeah, that wasn't the same trip. Yeah.
2: When was that?
0: That was, like 20, that was 20, I think 000? that was, two thousand eleven. I think it was two thousand. I think it might have been. Yeah, no, it was two thousand. It, summer we it moved was right when we moved before. because I remember Peyton Hillis, was was the talk of the town.
2: Yeah.
1: That's right. right. All right, guys. I'm I'm excited. So I'm I'm gonna call this portion the the lightning round. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for it. Um, I thought of the rules. You guys can like maybe if you guys have any suggestions, since this is the the first attempt here. But basically, I have I have five questions here, and I want to ask them to you guys separately. So you guys are gonna have to unplug while each while the other person is 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 going. I have, a, I have a stopwatch set for a minute, okay. And um, I'm gonna ask the five questions, and then when the timer's up, it's up. Um, again, so it's five questions. I'm thinking if if I read the question and you don't like immediately know it, and you want to like skip it, you can say like pass, and I'll go to the next question. And then if there's time at the end, I'll go back to any that you guys skipped. Um, and then if you guys tie on the amount of questions that you get right, um, I'll um, – I have a tiebreaker question. Um, All
2: right. If that makes sense. i So
1: who – is there one of you guys that wants to go first or
2: – I'm indifferent. I'll go first if we – You can want. go
0: first. I'll take my earphones out of here.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is he unplugged? I'm sorry, I'm on my, I'm on the.
2: Oh, we have, okay, all right, now I get it now, but we both have to unplug. No, no,
1: you don't, uh, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to ask it to you, you first, and then.
2: Yeah, no, but I will okay. have to unplug after, yep. okay. I don't
1: know how he's going to yeah. know if we can come back, I'll, I'll send him a text. You ready, Tommy? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Clock's going at a minute, right? Three, all right? Three, two, one. Andy Dalton throws a touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd in Week 17 of the 2017 season, knocking the Ravens out of the playoffs. Which team?
2: The Bills. Okay.
1: Both the Jaguars and the Panthers joined the NFL in 1995. Which team has more playoff appearances?
2: The Jaguars.
1: The Bills lost four consecutive Super Bowls to three teams from 1990 to 1994. Name two of the three teams that beat them.
2: Cowboys were one of them. And the 49ers.
1: Only one other NFL team has been to the Super Bowl four times and not one. What franchise is it?
2: Not non-consecutively.
1: Non-consecutively. You got 10 seconds. Um. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Done.
2: (laughs) I don't pass. All right? I don't pass. I die on the hill. All right.
1: Well, uh, you. How did I do there? You got you got two right.
2: Was I wrong on the Jaguars Panthers? Nope,
1: that was the one you were right on. Uh, the okay. the Forty Niners they did not they did not lose to the Bills. Or they did yeah. not beat the Bills.
2: Did not beat the Bills.
1: So two, right. for five. two for five.
2: Right, I unplugged. Now, yeah. Not, or I can listen actually. Yeah, right? you
1: can listen. Just don't distract. I won't. You want to tell Lee how you did or not?
2: <laughs> no. no, I don't. At okay,
1: least should be. At uh, least should be coming online here. Yeah. Did you like the the good good questions? What'd you think of the the lightning round?
2: I think I think they were good questions. That's exciting. That Bills one was a stumper, man. That's, it's a uh, tough one. That's a tough one. I should have said the Andy Dalton one quicker. I didn't want. That's a that's a good one to get into. it. It is a good one to get into. It. Yep. That's that gets the brain going. Lee. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I sent a little text. Ugh. This is what they call bad radio, right, Tommy?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm calling right now. I'm not going. All right, well, we got a note He's lost on. in the ether. He understands that he needs to come back I, th- on, I think right? so.
1: Yeah, I would, I would imagine so.
2: It was a one-minute lightning round. <laughs> I know,
1: it wasn't, uh... I don't know. Um...
2: How many questions did you have? I have days? five.
1: Two for f- did you. Ask you me don't five? know. How many did you I get? You got, got you got to four. Yeah. The I think the the um I don't know if it was my fault, but the I think the wording of question four also tripped you up a little bit.
2: Oh man. I thought someone would just wave on the camera or no. something.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright, ready, Lee? You yeah, ready to yeah. go? Alright, alright. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> We're going to start the timer. Holy smokes. Okay. three, two, one. Andy Dalton throws a touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd in Week 17 of the 2017 season, knocking the Ravens out of the playoffs. What team got the wild card spot instead of Baltimore?
0: Uh, the Bills.
1: Both the Jaguars and the Panthers joined the NFL in 1995. Which team has more playoff appearances?
0: The Panthers.
1: The Bills lost four consecutive Super Bowls for three teams from 1990 to 1994. Name two of the three teams that beat them.
0: Dallas Cowboys.
1: Um, 49ers? Only one other NFL team has not been to the or has been to the Super Bowl four times and not won. What franchise is it?
0: Super Bowl era. mm
1: Hmm. Been to the Super Bowl four times and not won. We run out of time here, and we're we're out of we're out of time. Okay. That win. Well, you got.
2: Oh, cause you took the Panthers, boy. No, you got <laughs>
1: The Panthers have had more. I I think I enough for you, Tommy. I think Lee won. What? Yeah, the Panthers had more playoff appearances than the Jags.
0: You just tried you just tried to you just tried to say that's the reason I lost and you got it wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I because I me, yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> and I said he got that right. Because uh. I
2: was like, it's that sounds like a question where like you think the Panthers no. won't go but the Jaguars,
1: do. That's the only reason. <laughs> no, the, the, the Panthers have ate the Jaguars have The seven. Panthers
0: have gone to two Super Bowls yeah. in our lifetime. Um, the Jaguars haven't done anything. They had one good year, ever.
2: Yeah, but in the 90s, they were kind of, they were kind of good. Right. I, I thought Panthers, but I was just like, that just, just sounds like a trip. Um, so wait, did
1: I win? I went with the yeah, you won late. The Bills, uh, the Bills... Mm-hmm. Lost to the uh, Washington Redskins, the Dallas Cowboys, and the New York Giants. Okay. Wide, wide right was the Giants game. Um,
2: Our performance is pretty much. And, the same. Same.
1: Let's and, and it then, um, and then, the the only other team that has been to the Super Bowl four times and not won. Can you guys think of it now that you're not under the gun? This team has been to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl four times and not won. Only Bengals? other team. Have... Who? Bengals. No. They've been. They think guess, they've been though. two or three. Um, it's the Vikings. Really? And then um, the, the, the question that neither of you got to, um, a safety has not won defensive player of the year since 2010. Who won it?
2: Troy Polamalu. Yep.
1: All right, we can get to win totals. Yeah. Sorry, that was a little bit of a snafu, Lee.
0: Yeah, it's okay. We can just cut that out. Probably. Yeah. My bad.
1: I should have. We should have figured that out before. <laughs> um. All right. We ready to do some some win totals here? Bree- breeze through some of these boys. Yeah. Let's. Lee, let's start with the Cardinals because you're the the Cardinals guy. Tommy has has joined you on that front, but but Lee's always been a little partial since he, they got Kyler. Um, sitting at nine and a half, coming off the season last year, I think did they start eight zero and, and then end up ten and seven or something did. like that? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Um, what What do you think here at, at nine and a half? The over has is plus one forty five, so it's Vegas really... seems to to like nine and eight.
0: Yeah, um, not a line I'm interested in betting whatsoever, but it's definitely an over lean for me. I think with kind of the changing of the guard a little bit in the division with Russell Wilson leaving, that leaves one bad team, at least in the division. And then I think the 49ers are good, but I don't know. I'm not really sold necessarily on Trey Lance having a, you know, out-of-this-world kind of season, enough so to where, I don't know, the Cardinals were good last year. They have a, they, they probably have a bit of a sour taste in their mouth after the way the season ended. I still obviously believe in the quarterback. They retained a lot of their talent. Um, I wasn't in love with what they did in the off season and the draft, but I think once – if they can get to week six – relatively unscathed if they can be three and three or even four and two maybe um that would be great because marquise brown and uh deandre hopkins and kyler murray as long as he doesn't have time to throw i think that office is going to be really exciting and tough to beat i think this is an underrated team right now i think the cardinals are catching too much flack for the offseason shenanigans with kyler um so yeah i'm i'm not in love with cliff but i still think the division got worse and the team got better
2: Yeah, it's hard for me to disagree because I think the main reason why um, the Cardinals should be a successful team this year is because of the conference. Lee, you mentioned the division. There's just not a lot of, I think when you stack up the NFC teams like we're about to do, I think the Cardinals are one of the stronger teams. But I just cannot reiterate enough how much I think that keeping Cliff Kingsbury was a mistake. Um, I don't think he's a good... He's the guy for the job. I'm not going to slander him and say I think he's like a you know a bad coach, but I do kind of think he's a bad coach. And I think that um, much like I talked about at the end of the season with Mike McCarthy and Cliff Kingsbury, I just don't see the reason. I think we know there's nothing there's there's no unrealized potential, untapped potential with Cliff Kingsbury. He is what he is. Um, I lo- I love Kyler just like Lee too, but there's some stuff that I think he needs to work on. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is a talented team. They should they should make the playoffs in the NFC. They should at least make the wild card. And Lee, if you're right, if if the 49ers are a little bit overrated this year, and even if the Rams are a little bit overrated this year, this team should be able to, you know, take advantage of a potentially a little bit of an overrated division in a really weak conference. So uh, this is a line that I'm staying away from. Probably would take the over. Um, like you, lead, There's no way I'm laying uh, minus 175 to to take the under. Uh, so yeah, I'm I. I tend to agree, but when it, if the Cardinals make the playoffs, they're going to be a big fade for me. Yeah, they're an so interesting.
1: Just, no, go ahead. I, I was going to say the 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 defense more than anything is, is number one. The offense before DeAndre Hopkins comes back is a concern because obviously we saw how that went down last year. Um, now obviously bringing in a guy like Marquise Brown, hopefully that will. You know, fix maybe fix that for the short term, um, and then you know, obviously you hope Rondell Moore does more in his his rookie season than, than he, or does more in his sophomore season than he did in his rookie season. Um, you know, the the secondary is is a concern, uh, specifically at corner. Uh, not, I mean, especially with the Jeff Gladney, you know, tragedy. Um, in terms of
2: also losing Chandler Jones, yeah,
1: him. losing Chandler Jones to the Raiders. Um, they're they're missing some pieces on defense. I mean, I think that's kind of and not to mention that like you know, Isaiah Simmons has been been good, but you've you've drafted two off the ball linebackers in the first round and neither of them are great, you know. I mean I think Isaiah Simmons is, is good. Um but didn't play much his rookie Year, which was strange to me. anyway. he hasn't necessarily it,
0: justified that pick yet. Yeah, he hasn't exactly.
1: He hasn't justified that yep. that pick. And Zayvon Collins didn't do much last year. So you're looking at you know two high picks there on, on your defense that aren't even really performing to the level that they should be based on whether they were drafted. So I, I think there's there's some there's some holes here. Maybe even more so than there were last year. Um, but like you were saying, Lee, with the division maybe regressing a little bit from the NFC West of old, um, with the quarterback, uh, uh, you know, Kyler Murray in place there, I assume he's going to play regardless of the contract situation. You know, the the offensive line ha- has gotten better while he's been there; it's still not great, but also maybe even a little concerned about about the running back situation. Uh, I know James Conner had a great year last year, but um, I'm still like fresh in my mind the Pittsburgh. The last couple of Pittsburgh years, where he looked like he had aged uh, tremendously. So I, I don't know how much still I'm like buying the James Connor thing. Um, so I don't know. Um, like again, their draft taking the tight end second round. Um, anyway, we can we can get into this stuff when we get into the kind of the division previews. But I think I, I'm staying away from this bet. I think like Lee, I would be more into betting like the over because of the. Like the plus one forty five rather than like one laying one seventy five minus one seventy five on the under, uh, if that makes sense. Um but Yeah. To me it just a,
0: comes down to the quarterback too. I think yeah, Tyler exactly. Murray is one of the four elite quarterbacks in this conference. Yeah. And to me the other three are all they're Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, and Tom Brady, And those guys are all older. Um I don't know. I think Kyler Murray is, is mm-hmm. the best young quarterback in this conference, and, and there's m- never been more pressure on this coach-quarterback tandem to make a deep playoff run. Um, so th- some things are definitely going to change if, if that doesn't happen.
2: And Cliff got an extension, right? He's extended. I
0: don't know. Even if the, if they don't make the playoffs, he's getting fired. I don't care what happened.
2: It also seems like we can move on, but like Bidwell and and Steve Kime, like they're, it's kind of a weird situation where Steve Kime has been their GM for like probably at least seven years now. Something like, I mean, he, was he the GM when they were like going, you know, when they lost to the Packers and they were kind of pushing with Carson Palmer. So like he's, he survived like multiple things. Obviously they, they love him. So uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of organizational kind of, Weird things um, going on there, but yeah,
1: we can uh, move on. It, I just, yeah, just... we can we move on. Moving on to uh, hey, you know, sticking with Lee here. The, the Falcons are a team that you've historically disliked. Um, now Matt Ryan's out of the building. We got Ritter in the house. We got Mariota. It's only at five. Are you still leaning under here? Lee? Yeah, I definitely lean. I definitely Falcons lean under. Falcons go
0: four and thirteen. I definitely lean under. I think this is a Falcon team that will. Be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Um, they have a bad roster. They're going to be. The, I think that just looking over their depth chart, the two best players on their team are uh, Drake London and Kyle Pitts, who are both like Kyle Pitts is in his second year, and Drake London hasn't even played an NFL game yet. Um, I think. I think Ritter. Wrong. Probably will end up starting more games than Mariota, which will be good. Just to see if this guy has what it takes yeah. to be starting. Yeah, I think NFL they, they should they
1: should be doing that. And like Ritter is a guy too, where it's like he's a older, like started a lot of games at Cincinnati. There's no yeah. reason to me why he shouldn't. I don't know, um, maybe not week one if you if you want to try and win a couple games, you know, like the like teams kind of try and do with these these veteran quarterbacks. But
0: yeah, no, I, I think this is a terrible. Terrible roster. I mean, outside of those two guys, AJ Terrell and you know, my boy Lorenzo Carter, shout out. I don't know why they signed him. I guess, you know, he's from the greater Atlanta area, so he probably took a home. signed him discount. because he's a talent, Lee. Really. Um yeah, because he's a talent. But uh yeah, I'm 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 off on the Falcons. I think they're gonna probably be drafting top five next year, and their schedule's not necessarily easy in that division. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say under.
2: Yeah, not much disagreement here. I'm not. I'm not going to be betting this, but I, I guess I would take the under as well. Um, taking unders on on four and fives is can be a little bit risky, but I I, I agree, especially on the Ritter point. I think Ritter is probably the most pro ready of the quarterbacks who are drafted this year, and even then, like I don't think he's going to be moving the needle as a rookie as, with with he starting with him starting. So yeah, I think the Falcons. Uh, if you're a Falcons fan this year, you want to see some. You want to see Kyle Pitts start to take that next step and really be like the alpha number one on that offense. Drake London, you know, putting up 800 to a thousand yards as a rookie would be awesome and showcasing his talent. And this is a team that probably is taking a quarterback in the first round next year. If I had to bet, so I think I tend to agree with you, Lee. I think this team is destined for a top five uh, pick.
1: Just one of those teams where you know it's like, why didn't you guys just restart the rebuild like last year? But. I I
2: I would implore all listeners to go listen to (laughs) the back judge in twenty twenty one and we we've been talking about this for now two years and uh they weren't they weren't they they I mean yeah, like they signed Matt Ryan they 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 extended Matt Ryan last they they and now they're eating all of the dead cat for it. Like it's just we shouldn't be we shouldn't be giving them those answers. And it was kind of, you know, widespread criticism. So They're they're
1: divisional their divisional partners, the uh I'll take the under two, by the way, boys. But their their divisional partner, the the Panthers, full uh, win and a half higher, according to Vegas, than the Falcons six and a half. Um, man, this this team to me is is one that you know we looked at a lot in the in the pre draft process just because of where they were picking. Ended up with Aqib Um I mean, this team was a disappointment last year, obviously to you guys because of the whole Sam Darnold thing. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to tend to lean like under again, just because, I mean, I don't think running it back with Sam, not only like, I think did he kind of fizzle out officially last year, but you can't like the team is, is this going to be to me like a Trubisky situation in 2019 with the, with the bears where it's like, or even was it 2020 his last year with, with the bears where it's like the, the team kind of loses faith. A little bit, like yeah. you know, you you, you just yeah. if you trot out Sam Darnold week, you know, one through three, and they're zero and three, it's like, what are what are we playing for here? Um, obviously, drafting Matt Corral in the third round. I mean, who knows? Um, I'm not gonna. I I don't feel differently if he was starting instead of Darnold. Um, so I, I would lean the under. Maybe the, the, the potential would be maybe if the if the defense kind of returns to, to twenty twenty form. Um, it was a good defense in twenty twenty and then last year it just kind of uh, fizzled out a little bit. But I mean, is Lee, is there any hope, Tommy, any hope for, for Darnold here in, in year no,
0: two? No yeah. hope. I'm done. Sam Donald sucks. Yeah. He can prove me wrong. I mean, I don't know, he sucks. This is a heavy underlook for me. I don't think this team is much better than Atlanta. I don't They're either better- yeah, they have I better agree. defense, but I will say I think this is the most incompetent coaching Sports staff coach. yeah. in the NFL. Matt Rule, Ben McAdoo, and Phil Snow. I mean, uh, these guys are all going to get fired after this season. this This is a this is a fire fire tire situation. Yeah, I think. I think, I think taking also, the under I'm here say,
1: like much more appetizing than taking the under in Atlanta. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have a you have a. A win and a half more of of kind of like room to work with. So yeah, that's probably not a bad point. I haven't bet any of them. I've only bet like a few over unders. I'll I'll name those ones when we when we arrive at them. But don't um, want to, don't want to
1: move the markets too much, right? Like yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. Um, this receiver room is also overrated. DJ Moore is overrated. Uh, Robbie Ander- Robbie Anderson's bad, always. and Terrace Marshall got floating, weight. Robbie
1: Anderson's floating uh,
2: retirement.
0: Retirement. Yeah, yep. I think DJ Moore's a two. Um, I don't think that this team has the weapons even if Darnold was fine I I still don't think they have the weapons to make you know a playoff run of any sort
2: yeah I I like tend to agree with everything you guys are saying I think the biggest point for me is the coaching staff I think something to watch out for which neither you guys have mentioned and I think is kind of possible or at least we're led to believe is kind of possible is Baker going there and I mean I'm not saying that that changes anything but it'd be Yeah, they they would be probably a little bit better, but still, like I completely agree with you guys. I think this is an incompetent coaching staff, and you know, I'm a guy who said, "What about the Lions hiring Matt Rule back in around 2019?" You know, I was one of those guys, and uh, I'm, I'm taking in the shorts right now. So Matt Rule's a college coach. Um, yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think this is a dead this is a dead weight coaching staff. Ben McAdoo inspires no confidence in in you know in the offense, even if they were to have a semi competent quarterback and. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna, slander Sam Donald like you just did, Lee. But I, I do agree with you. It sucks. Um, just made me
0: look like such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sucks. Yeah, well, he, loser. He, if he,
0: I, if I see had, Sam Donald, I'll be like, you know what? I really liked you, and you're
1: a loser. You should quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy, you your Cowboys, baby, ten and a half.
2: Well, we skipped, we skipped the Bears club. I, uh, I don't know. see, you know, I
1: don't right? see the Bears on my list. Neither do I, Adam. In Michigan, I'm with you on the. Are you guys? No,
2: serious?
0: Bears, no, no bears, no Bears on my list here.
2: I thought you were being cute and just going no. for the Falcons and the Panthers, which I liked, but the Bears, uh, we did skip. Um I guess I'll take the reins. It's six and a half on fa- on Fox, but okay. the over is minus one twenty five. I'm in the
1: Michigan Fox bet. The
2: Me under too, club. is hmm. is even. I've already taken a position on this under at plus. I'm sorry, what was the number
1: again? I I missed that.
2: The over is minus one twenty five for six and a half okay. on the Bears. The under is even at plus one hundred. I've already taken a position on plus one thirty eight. I think it is or one twenty. I have like a pretty juicy number on my book that I took already. Um, I still believe in Justin Fields. I just think he's set up. I don't think he's set up to succeed. I think the Lions are better than the Bears right now, in my opinion. Uh, i mean let me let me let me him. posit
1: this because i mean we're all all of us here are are guys who believe in in Justin fields some of us more than others i mean how how much can he elevate this team do you think in his in his second season
0: a good amount he's the reason why yeah. I wouldn't take the under
2: i agree he's yeah the, he's the only reason why I think the bet could lose in my opinion, but I'm willing to, I want to say to, I just,
0: no, go ahead, Tommy. Sorry. Let me, let, me, let you. Finish. I was just
2: going to say, I think it's too much. I think it's too much for him to overcome. And I think the receiving core is bad. Darnell Mooney, if you want to talk about guys who aren't a one, I think Darnell Mooney is an awesome player, but I don't think he's a number one. This team has um, just done nothing to inspire. I think we all are in agreement that the team has done nothing to inspire confidence in their second-year quarterback, and they hired Matt Everflus, who may well be a really good head coach. I don't know, but all of these moves, I'm not going to just assume and grant things. Um, this is this is one of those spots where I feel like year after year, a second-year quarterback who's not put up for success, even though I believe in him, going with a a, a rookie head coach who's a defensive guy, who, you know. Uh, even if the defense is good, I, I just don't know. He's working with – Fields has another offensive coordinator. I just – and the team is not good. I think this is a team that could, could – very well could have a top five pick. Very well could have a top five pick. And the only one person who I think is going to take them out of that is is Fields. Um I just think this number should be lower, man. I think the upside for – I just – I would have – I would love to hear someone who's betting this over even if the odds were reversed and you're taking an even price on the over. Um, I get the – I've talked about the conference being bad. We all think the conference is bad. But – I don't know, man. It's just its just a tall mountain for a guy like Justin Fields, who I think is talented but also is flawed, to to overcome.
1: Yeah, I feel like we've been also talking, like, till we're blue in the face about the O-line for, like, years, and it's even worse this year.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, this is the worst receiver room in the NFL. This and Atlanta are, like, having a battle for the worst receiver room in the NFL. I mean, out, outside of Darnell Mooney, it's Equinemius St. Brown, Byron Pringle, Tajay Sharp, Sharn- and Pettis. I mean, it's... Right? It's, it's and then, really, obviously, third-round
1: pick, Bill is really, really bad.
0: I will say um, I like what they're building on defense. I love Jaquan Brisker. They've got a really good young corner in Jalon Johnson. I think he's one of the best young mm-hmm. corners in the NFL. Uh, they got Jack Sanborn late in the draft, which I think is a, is a Bears pick. Roquan Smith, a good young player. Um, I don't know too much about Kyler Gordon, but a lot of people had good things to say
1: about him, and he looked pretty darn good on draft night. I'll say that much. Um yeah and, and Tommy I think to to your point about Eberflus, like obviously who knows about the the long term impact of, of the defensive guy with Justin Fields or whatever but he's going to be an upgrade over Nagy. Like the the co- the, the coaching staff will be better this year. I'd be pretty confident in that. So but then obviously losing Klumac, yeah. you know, you you lost a uh, big piece of your defense there so Anyways, I I I'd be yeah. I'd be on the uh, the under uh, as well. Um, but we can now we can go to the Cowboys, Tommy. A ten and a half. That seems like a pretty pretty big one.
2: Yeah, it does seem big, but uh, the conference is bad. I'm not gonna get behind the Eagles. Um, the Cowboys have regressed on paper. They lost Amari Cooper. They lost Lael Collins. Um, they lost Randy Gregory. Um, but I still think that. This team has a pretty high floor in this division, in this conference. Um, Yeah, it's like I'm not going to be betting over 10.5, but I'm not going to take an under with the division that they're in. And we have the extra game, so this is pretty much a a 9.5. That seems about, this is just like, this number seems right to me. Um, There's way too much upside on offense. Their offense is going to be good again. Uh, Dan Quinn is back on defense. Micah Parsons is making a push for you know, being one of the best players in the league uh, on defense and overall just, like, looks like an absolute stud exceeding my expectations. Um, so the continuity on defense, I think, is, like, underrated and definitely something that needs to be talked about. And C.D. Lamb's going to be the number one receiver. He's been the best receiver on their roster, and that's not a slight to Mark Cooper. It's just, like, how much I believe in C.D. Lamb. And I really think that he can have a truly elite number one uh Big alpha dog season this year, and I think Dak Prescott is is a pretty darn good quarterback. Um, and you know, I mean, they're their own worst enemy, and they're probably another fade in the playoffs with the fat man uh, at the helm. But I still think this is a team that's going to have success in the regular season.
0: Tommy, are my eyes deceiving me, or is Kelvin Joseph slotted in as the starting cornerback across from Trayvon Diggs, and he's he's sporting a new number? He's got the he's got Uno. Start calling him Uno. Oh, I don't know what.
2: The only thing Calvin Joseph is slotted in is the booth, writing lyrics on his on his uh, on well, his hand like he's, I don't I don't. Like he's rabbit. I don't rabbit. know if
1: that fares well for. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that. Kelvin fares Calvin well Joseph for... got in the drive-by and changed his number like he was Kobe.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
2: Calvin <laughs> <laughs> Joseph drove a car while his friend killed someone, and then changed his number because because he's, he's that different.
0: Um. Yeah, this is not a number I necessarily want to bet because the Cowboys seem to overperform in the regular season every year. But uh, I'm going to lean under here. I do believe in the Eagles. I do believe in the Giants. Um, I think Washington is the only team in this division that I'm kind of selling on right now. Mm -hmm. And then the next team I'd be selling on would be the Cowboys. Uh, I think the Cowboys have kind of missed their window. Um, I think CeeDee Lamb is really good, but I'm definitely below market on him. I don't think he's a superstar right now. I don't think he's proven that he's a he's a superstar level player. That's kind of what he's being talked about as. I think Dak Prescott's overrated. Um, we all think Ezekiel Elliott. I'm I'm it's like clockwork every year these off season reports where it's like oh Zeke's healthy now so he's going to get back better than ever. It's like the, the the window of Zeke being a really good running back is over. Um, the offensive line is worse. And I have genuine concerns about the secondary. I don't think Trayvon Diggs is going to be able to have you know, 1,000 interceptions every year. Kelvin Joseph has to step up the plate and be the number, or the number two corner. I think that's probably not a good thing. Um, and their D-line is pretty weak outside of DeMarcus Lawrence. Um, so I think this is going to be a good team, but I see them more around 9 or 10 wins. I'm not willing to push them into that 11-win window, yeah. especially with the way their schedule shapes out.
1: I agree. This is a little bit of an under lean uh, for me uh, at 10.5. Uh, to the to the Lions, I have an interesting question for you guys about the Lions. Um, but quickly, the the, the Lion is 6.5, which I think is partly due to the schedule that the Lions have, which is pretty easy, and then also due to just some of the hype kind of coming out of Allen Park. Um, nationally, the Lions got a lot of love for their draft. Um, People like what they're doing overall. Um, This would be them doubling their win total from last year. I mean, this is a team that won three games last year. Um, So if you're betting the over, you're betting them to win like four more games than they did last year, which is a lot. My question to you guys is how many players on the Detroit Lions roster would you say are top 100 players in the NFL? That's an interesting question.
0: Top one hundred players in the NFL. Um,
2: I mean Ragnow yep, probably. That's right? my I
1: would say there's one, and that's who I would say it would be. Yeah. Ragnow is.
2: I think Sewell and Hawkinson have potential to be, but I'm, yeah, tired, yeah, I'm tired of
0: Hawkinson. Tired of him. Bitter. I'm bitters. I think, towards I think maybe, do.
1: maybe Taylor Decker. Maybe Taylor Decker's, like, player 100 in the NFL.
2: I mean, Lee, if you were making your living up in Allen Park, Hawkinson would be in Jacksonville right now.
1: <laughs> My trade? Yeah, from from, from the, yeah. Uh, the Brad Holmes role play.
2: When Brad Holmes called you, frenetic, and and you said, Brad, you got to take yeah. the trade. Jacksonville.
0: Yeah. yeah, he would be in Jacksonville c- catching some sun. Um. Yeah, I would probably agree with you guys that it's one.
1: I mean, is this is this is this in any chance for an, for an over here for the Lions, 7 and 10? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I like the over. I like the over. Really. Their schedule is not extremely yeah. difficult and this it's is a not. team that can this if if Dan Campbell has proven anything, he's proven that the team is going to play extremely hard every week and that they can win any week. Um and I just like that mixed with they probably won't beat the Eagles, but teams like Washington, even the Vikings, the Bears, the Jets, the Jaguars, the Giants, Seahawks, the Panthers, the Seahawks, those, these are teams the Lions can beat, man. These are teams the Lions can beat. I'm not going to <laughs> make the bet. I'm not going to make the bet. I'm not going to stand on, a, on, a, on an apple box and scream to the villages that the Lions are back, but I expect them to win seven games. This is how you rebuild. This is how the process looks and 7 wins I think yeah. is an entirely realistic expectation. I do believe wholeheartedly that they're better than the Bears. I think they have more of an identity than a lot of teams in the NFL and I think that that can that formula can lead to 7 wins.
2: Yeah, I think Lee summed it up perfectly. Uh, I think the big takeaway for me is you know when if you're if you're going to the window with this ticket that this team's going to be fighting hard and if they have you know, six six wins in week 18, you got a shot, you know, like this is a team that um, is not going to stop fighting. And obviously like you don't want to go to war with Jared Goff, but I think Jared Goff can, can win seven games with this team. Um, Yeah. I mean, Lee, uh, one of your favorite, one of your favorite uh, personalities, Dr. Eric Eager has taken this ticket. So it's good to know that you're on the same, yeah. the same, uh, the same side as him. Hiding from exactly. his Rams commentary,
0: he, he hid, hiding <laughs> yeah. like a coward in the bunker from his Rams commentary. Uh,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow some, just pour some cool water on this. I'm, I'm ta- I would take the under. Um, I think Lee, you're right. Maybe on like the aggregate that this team plays hard, like through the throughout the course of a season, like they're not gonna give up if they're out of the playoff hunt. Um, but the idea, I think that this team is, you know, fights every week. I think is a little bit of of a false narrative just because of Dan Campbell. I mean. Games last year against the Bengals, the Eagles, um, the Seahawks. I mean, they were flat all game. Like this is, you know, it's not super consistent week in and week out in terms of you know the effort. Um, And the coaching staff still concerns me. Um, Dan Campbell's game management is still a major concern. Ben Johnson being the offensive coordinator is a major concern. Um, So I would I would still lean the under. I think this team is more of a five or six win team this year. But can go to the Packers. Yeah. Lambeau. Eleven and a half despite losing Devontae Adams. I think I've asked this question before. I mean, but do we would we take the Lions receiver room over the Packers receiver room right now?
2: Hundred percent. Easily. Yeah, I would I would take, so, take the Lions.
1: Yeah, but I mean the Packers still still low boys. We think top dog in the NFC North making the playoffs this year.
0: I'm taking this over all day.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking I'm i taking late. this over all
0: day, man. I just think I would, this is a team that I would tend to agree. Is pretty much the
1: standard. There's no They're, they're the hey, the Lap Kings boys. you know, regular season champs.
0: Yeah. Well and Aaron Rodgers isn't gonna limp into the playoffs in what I believe to be one of his last two or three years as a professional football player. Um I'm like not that concerned about the departure of Devonte Adams. I think that the combination of the two rookies they drafted, most notably Christian Watson, who they drafted in the first round, um will probably i mean you can't replace Devonte Adams, but I think this team is is going to have no trouble finding different ways to um you know make up for whatever they're missing without him or at least trying to get within three feet of making up for that. You've got a healthy David Bocciari back. Still got a great running back room and defense is really solid. So, this is the standard. And I'll, I think I expect them to win 12, 13 games and, and be competing for that buy seat just like we see them do every year.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think if you disagree, and it's probably because of Devontae Adams, and like how much should Devontae Adams be worth? Um, and if, I mean, if it's a win, like if Devontae Adams was on this team, this team has won 13 games, right? Like the past three years. Um, so yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I just think getting plus money for this team to pretty much, I think this is the safest bet in the NFC outside of like Tampa and they could be, they could be a safer bet than Tampa. I just completely agree with what Lee's saying. that This team's a uh, a blue chip at this point and the defense is good. Rashawn Gary is an emerging kind of underrated stud at edge. So losing Zadarius Smith, I think that will kind of lessen that blow. Um, the defense is the defense is good, and you have Aaron Rodgers, who's arguably the best quarterback of all time. So, um, and Matt Lafleur is, is proven at least me wrong, I, and I think all of us who said wrong uh, with his coaching bona fides. So, um, yeah, this is something that I probably will bet now that I'm looking at it, and the lack of you know numbers that like stick out to me. I think this is a, a pretty good bet with the Packers.
0: Also, I want to slip this in. I'm not trying to be fantasy biased. I would have said this before the draft. I really like Romeo Dubs, um, and I think that, I know, that was a great you, pick. You
1: snagged him for me in the draft. I was great pick
0: for that. Green Bay. I think he's going to be probably have a little bit of a bigger role this year than than some may think. Uh,
1: the Rams, Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champs, uh, ten and a half. Uh, I like the over, baby. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm thinking about running it back with the Rams, man. I'm a big fan.
0: Yeah. I like the Rams. I like the over. I definitely like the over. I mean, everything's back. Everything's back in place. Everything's back, and the division's worse. Yep. And you have so much consistency, and I think Allen Robinson's going
1: to have a really big year. I like that take.
2: Yeah. I agree. I'm, I'm surprised this isn't 11-and-a-half. Um, I, I agree. They're running it back. Um, Even, yeah, I, I think they could, I think, I think this is kind of a little bit short. I'm I'm curious why they aren't at at least a flat 11 or 11 and a half um, with everyone running it back, and don't really think there's going to be too much of a Super Bowl hangover, especially in this um, in this conference. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys.
1: Lee, the, uh, the Vikings uh, are a team where you liked uh, the hire. You famously yes, you famously talked them off of the, the Harbaugh cliff. Um, yeah. The over is at 8.5. Um, the, the juice is to the under there. But it seems a little low, I guess, for, for the division. You know, you know, I think you would like to assume the the Vikings can beat the Bears twice. And if you're a Vikings fan, you're probably hoping you can beat the Lions twice. Um, maybe be competitive against uh, Green Bay. So I think you would hope for 4-2 and two in division. Um, the NFC North as a whole, I mean, all those teams don't necessarily have that hard of schedules. So... I would say I kind of like the over. I think they're a solid team. Like, I don't think they're going to be bad with Kirk Cousins. And I think since pretty much since the Cincinnati game in week one last year, the writing was on the wall for Zimmer in terms of just like the way he ran that team and, and his um, I think his ability to, to talk, you know, to kind of motivate the players just seemed like, you know, his time had kind of come and gone um, in that locker room. I think, you know, the fresh face of, of O'Connell will be there. Not sure, you know, yet what I think of the GM. I thought some of his draft moves were a little questionable. But um, I would say I like the over, at least for 2022 20, uh, here.
0: I agree. Um, I love their 1-2-3 at receiver. I think it's perfect. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne. Um, obviously still have a great running back. Kirk's a really good quarterback. I think the biggest thing for me with this team was they they so desperately just needed a new voice in the locker room. Yeah. I think Zimmer mm-hmm. just kind of wore out his welcome. Um, and yeah, I expect them to win nine, maybe 10 games, make, even make a playoff run. I I think this team is going to make the playoffs, um, in a week NFC. And I'm excited to see O'Connell on the sidelines doing his thing. I've got pretty high expectations for, for this team. And I'm, I won't be afraid to be critical if they don't meet those expectations.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think everything is there. The only, thing that could derail it I think is Kevin O'Connell Really, I think it's kind of a Kevin O'Connell bet if you're going to take the uh, over or back this team to make the playoffs and I tend to agree I mean if I'm taking the Bears under and you know I'm I'm flirting with the Lions over I think the Vikings are going to be a pretty darn good team I think Kirk Cousins had a good year last year I think O'Connell on paper should kind of make him more efficient and make this offense better Um, and then the defense just needs to kind of be okay but uh this is definitely not a, a team that i'd be running to the window to back the under in any sense with the offensive firepower they have
1: tommy i'm gonna stick with you here with the the saints a team that kind of pushed their chips into the middle for for this year i mean not only moving into the first round again for the draft this year but then moving up in the first round to get a um dennis allen era begins sean payton's out the building um seven and a half though seems a little low for a team right that's uh that's been as aggressive as they have been for for at least for 2022. Obviously, I know we have some maybe concerns about the long term future, but
2: yeah, cool. much like I talked about with the with, with the Jaguars, uh, I I I disagree with the move long term, but I think this team is going to be pretty good this year. I know Lee is uh, Lee is Lee is planted his flag on the Saints, and I've I've planted a, a smaller flag next to him. I don't want to uh, I don't want to take I don't want to take all of his glory right now, but yeah, I think the Saints, obviously I'm not going to lay minus 162, but if you give me an 8, or I guess even an 8.5 like the Vikings, like I think the Saints um, are kind of similarly situated as the Vikings, except they have a really good defense. Dennis Allen has been in the building. Um, so I think the defense and the coaching situation um, I think is a safer bet. Uh, the upside I don't think is, is there as much as it is with O'Connell. But James Winston was playing really good football for the most part up until he tore his ACL. Um, and the team, the offense is good, man. Like they lost Toronto Armstead, obviously bringing in a rookie Trevor Penning to start at left tackle. That could there could be some growing pains there, but and obviously the Alvin Kamara situation is kind of like we haven't heard about that um, in a couple months. But assuming that he is playing this year, this is a good receiving core now. With I love Chris Olave. I think he is going to be a stud from the moment he steps foot on an NFL football field. He just his skill set. Such a high floor. He was my number two receiver. I compared him to Calvin Ridley. I see them as kind of similar route runner. He can stretch the field. And Michael Thomas I still think is no slouch as well. And I think Jameis can, can take advantage of that. And for this is a weak conference. I think the division is weak. We talked about Carolina and Atlanta. Um, I think the Saints are a good bet to make the playoffs in the Week NFC and overperform expectations this year.
0: Yeah, I love the Saints this year. This is kind of my team. This is my dark horse team. I think this roster is extremely well built. Dark horse for what?
1: Like a playoff run?
0: Playoff run, yeah. Okay. I think this... I'll I, I be stupid enough to say I think this is a Super Bowl caliber team if Jameis Winston Ooh. can just be above average to solid. Man. Um, I think that this team signing Tyron Matthew I absolutely love. Bringing in Jarvis Landry I really like. I, like, I believe in Dennis Allen a lot. I think he's going to focus completely on the... It's going to be a change of pace a little bit from the offensive-minded Sean Payton, but... I think this is going to be a top five defense in the NFL, um, and then I think the offense is, has enough weapons to take care of business and do their job. I mean, it really all comes down to Jameis Winston. Um, even if Alvin Kamara gets suspended, I'm not super worried about it. I think they've got a solid offensive line, really good receivers. Um, Olave was my most, you know, startable off the day one receiver in the in the draft. They got him. Um, I think the division is really bad outside of Tampa Bay in this team, um, yeah. And I expect New Orleans to win nine, ten games this year and make the playoffs. Um, I'm I'm very confident about about that. So, um, so then I would even buy this thing up to yeah, yeah seven and a half. I, I don't want to lay one sixty two for seven and a half. I'll, I'll I'll take an even bet or a minus one ten for eight and a half, whatever it is. Well, this yeah, is by the way the only over bet I've made on the Saints and I, and I bet Saints yes to make the playoffs at plus mm-hmm. 130 which I think is really
1: mm-hmm.
2: what numbers did you get on the win total Lee and the and the playoff if you don't mind me asking.
0: Uh, I don't have the sheet of paper he with said me, he said
1: plus 130 for the playoff pick
0: on, on the playoff I got plus 130 on the win total if I'm not mistaken I got over eight and a half and it was like even or minus 110
1: I, I'm I'm very much with you guys on the over. I'm not sure if I'm in Leland in terms of the, the Saints, but we we'll um, The Giants, Lee, another one of your teams, uh, dabbles in the building now, uh, a coach that all three of us uh, have liked to be a, a head man for about two years now since uh, Dan Kelly blessed us with his knowledge. Um, man. Six and a half too. I mean this is it's another team where it's like the Lion with the Lions, man. It's like am I really gonna pick one of these teams to go over seven like over to win seven games? Uh I don't think so. I would I would lean under here with the, the Giants. I just I f- would have a hard time putting my money behind Daniel Jones, even if I think the the coaching staff is gonna be more supportive to him. Um Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not totally with it here with the Giants. I'd lean under. Yeah, I don't really... Strangely, wanna, it's, it's plus it's 110, too.
0: I don't really want to bet this. There's a lot of hype around Dable and the Giants right now, but uh, I lean over definitely. I expect Saquon to have the biggest year of his career, um, and I expect Daniel Jones' life to be the easiest it's been, having the experience he has, and the co- uh, not only Dable, but Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator, and then... Mm really like the direction that this defense is going in. I think they've done a good job drafting solid young players like like Darnay Holmes and like uh, Aziz Ojolari and, and Dexter Lawrence and now Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, I think they're Xavier McKinney. I think if they can stay healthy, they're definitely building something on defense. Uh, I'm not ready to say this is a playoff caliber team, but I think they could surprise some people. I'm not going to bet it, though.
2: Yeah, I'm intrigued by the upside. Um, we we talked about Dabble. Um, Saquon. I still believe in. I think I agree with Lee. I think he's going to have the best year of his career this year. I think Kadarius Tony is a stud when he's healthy, and I'm I'm interested to see how he's going to be used in the offense. And I think Kenny Galladay all of a sudden now is like underrated. Um, I thought he was overrated when he got paid <laughs> last year, and and that kind of reared its ugly head with him having no touchdowns. But now it's like he did get paid for a reason. Yeah, he was overpaid, and Matthew Stafford was a big part of his success. But he's still a good receiver. He's still a good number two. Um, but, yeah, I do have some concerns. So I'm more intrigued by this team. Um, Gun to head on the total. I guess I would take the over. But um, our guy Adam Chernoff took a long shot on Dabble, coach of the year. At like it, it was like plus four. I mean, it was it was a pretty large number. I think that would be how I would attack, like back in the Giants, because I'm like intrigued by them. So I'll like put a little lunch money on a long shot coach of the year because if the Giants win eight eight you know eight nine games no. I mean you know eight games no. nine games no this team is you know this team is um, probably gonna make the playoffs in this in this um, much like Sirianni did with the Eagles last year I was on that Eagles under. And if that happens, then you're going to be happy to hold, be holding the ticket, and that's probably a, it's probably a finalist for Coach of the Year. Not saying it's going to happen, club, but it's just heck like how high I would attack it and how where I think the value is. Um, yeah. Eagles.
1: Nine and a half. Uh, this is
2: this number is crazy, dude.
1: You're you're a, you're an under. You're on the under again.
2: Well. I was just looking because I saw while we guys were talking about the Giants listed up this team won nine games last year. so I you're just insinuating that this team is going to take another step. I love what they did in the offseason like but again, like Jalen hurts, I think is a good court like is a good? I love him as a person I think he's a great leader is a guy that I would love to, to go to war with. but I just this team won in 10 games and this kind of goes back to the Cowboys talk like even though the Cowboys regressed – I just don't think the Eagles are going to be this. This is this is a big adjustment. I bet an under six and a half last year. You're looking at nine and a half. That's three wins. They won nine games last year when they overperformed and had a fourth place schedule or whatever it was or a third place schedule. Um, so, yeah, the the conference is bad, but I this is an under for me, man. There's no way that I'm I'm betting on this team to win ten games. Um, yeah, this is this is an under spot for me. It's a. Uh, I'm not going to run to the window with this, but it's just way too big of an adjustment for me, way too big.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really like what the Eagles did this offseason, bringing in A.J. Brown, one of the best young receivers in the league. They've got a really solid offensive line. I think they had a really – one of the best drafts, if not the best draft of any team in the Mm league. Um, And then on defense, they've got some – great veteran leadership on defense mixed with a good young talent um the division i think is kind of wide open i don't think it's the cowboys division to lose necessarily but i'm going to go ahead and agree with tommy here i mean i'm not i don't think jalen hurts is consistent enough for this team to be the juggernaut that um they're kind of being made out to be or at least somewhat like a juggernaut winning 10 games i mean if the expectation is to win 10 games um, you're a really good team. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll be eating my words if Jalen Hurts can play consistently well because they're going to be very dangerous if he can. But until that happens, um, I don't. I think he's he's kind of in the way. Ultimately, just watching him play last year, even when he's playing well, it's very it's off script, it's improvisational. I don't think he.
2: Well, and look at. Sorry to cut you off, Lee, but look at that playoff game against the Bucks. They dared him to beat him with his arm, yeah. and they got blown out. Yeah. They got blown out. That Bucks minus seven was one of the easiest bets in playoff I history. I will say and that like, the
0: offensive defensive coordinator combination of Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon is one of my more one of my favorite <laughs> combos. <laughs> it was,
2: it, I think we all love what the Eagles did, and think Howard Roseman is one of the sharper GMs in the NFL. And and like to bring it back to the Saints, like I long term I really didn't like what they they did, but. For this year, it's like the Eagles to me are set up for a team. Where if they were to have a quarterback that I respected and liked, that's a team that could win the NFC. I want to, I
0: want to be clear though um, too. I kind of I expect the Eagles to win like nine games. Like I, I think they're going to be good. I'm not trying to sit here and say that this is yeah. going to be like a disaster of a year. I just think that the 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 expectation of ten wins and, is just, they might still make the playoffs
1: at nine wins. And, I I think yeah. they'll make. Yeah.
0: I think they can make the playoffs at nine wins. Definitely, I expect two teams from this division to make the playoffs most. But you know. I almost feel like it might be a better angle to say, Hey, I'm gonna bet the Eagles to win the n f c east as opposed to taking their over. I just think there might be a little bit more value there um because I think if this team can win ten games they can win eleven or twelve um and I just don't i see them more in the eight nine range right now um
1: so i like the i would say i like i like the defense a lot too i think um maybe at safety they might struggle a little bit, but being able just to like sign James Bradbury after mm-hmm. not really addressing that second-corner position in the draft and getting a Jordan Davis, getting a Nekovey Dean. I mean, and then obviously this doesn't really matter for this year, but still having those two first-round picks next year. Mm-hmm. I would say, I think maybe, you know, as much as maybe we're maybe blue in the face talking about the receivers, I don't know. Obviously, getting A.J. Brown is, is a huge get. I still think their, their depth there at receiver is a little concerning, but... Um, like if if Smith or, or Brown has you know gets injured for a little bit, I, you're still. it's like a good a, point, Clef. one-trick pony there. Um, I
0: so. would say Zach Pascal is probably their third best receiver yeah, on their team.
1: I agree. Or I guess maybe watch out for Britton Cubby. Watch Goddard, out for Britton I guess Goddard. Um, anyway, we can move on from the, the Eagles. Uh, 49ers Who's starting a quarterback this year?
2: Trey Lance.
0: I want Tommy to take this one. I want Tommy to handle this one. Nine and a half with a lot of juice to the over.
2: Yeah, this is this is an over spot for me. Regardless of quarterback. <laughs> regardless of quarterback, this is an overspot. And I do think it'll be Trey Lance. Jimmy G is is being held out of whatever it is, the the OTAs right now. Um they Trey Lance needs to start this year. And whether or not I'm whether or not I'm wrong on my whole big brain Trey Lance theory or right, um, he needs to start this year. You need to. You gave up the amount of capital you did for him. You need to see if he's if he's fit to wear the shirt. Um, I still believe in Kyle Shanahan. Shock, shock. I think this. Is, I mean, this is a really good football team. This is a really darn good football team. And if you believe in Trey Lance's ceiling and upside, then this team can win the NFC. Um, this team is an, is a contender for the Super Bowl. So. I'm not like I'm not running to the window and like gonna put everything on the Niners this year and saying oh they're better than the Rams, but I think they're pretty similarly situated. I get why the Rams need to be more respected right now, but I like the Rams are at ten and a half. I was saying like eleven and a half. I think the Niners are should be at ten and a half probably. So I would not I would not be opposed to laying minus one thirty eight on an over here, even though it's a lot of juice. Um we talk. We have been talking about the conference ad nauseum. Uh, yeah, the division's bad, but I don't. I think this team is better than the Cardinals. I think the team is better than a lot of teams. And um, yeah, I'm. I I would be. I would be. You can clip this. Um, I will be shocked if if the Niners uh, fall short of expectations this year, meaning you know not making the playoffs.
0: Um, I agree, man. I agree. I think the Niners will win ten or more games. Um, coaching staff is still really good. Talent is still really good. I don't think I think Trey Lance is really good. Albeit, I have my concerns after Tommy and Tommy and I had a little experience, so to speak, that we might we can just we can we can talk about that maybe off pod and see if maybe next episode we can bring it up. I don't want to out anybody, but I did have to question my I did have to question my admiration. So to say, of of Trey Lance after a little experience I had, um,
1: wow, this is intriguing.
0: Yeah, but uh,
1: this is intriguing.
0: I'll take the over. I think the Niners will be good. The division's worse. I still believe in Lance. I believe in the offensive prowess and the the D'Amico Ryan's led defense enough to say, hey, this team will win ten games, maybe eleven. They could win the division. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I think they're. Yeah. I think they're on the same level as the Rams. They're worse in my opinion. But just because they don't have the experience. At quarterback, but the Debo situation
1: is still a little odd for me. I don't know exactly what to think about that. Still, sure. Um, so I, I'm 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 with you guys in terms of the the over though on, on the nine and a half. I think you know this is this is, this is a good it's a good organization. It, it seems like just a, kind of they are always always somewhat competitive. Even when um, Jimmy G was was out, they still put up a fight. So. I like the Niners, uh, like you guys. Um, Seattle, things are different. Um, finally, I think we're you know the 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 bubble has burst in, in Seattle. They they've been a uh, a bull market. They've been a, been in a bull market for years. Uh, the, the The crypto crash is on in Seattle. People are uh, finally realizing it's it's all a farce. Um, the line is five and a half. I feel fairly confident in the under. Honestly, I think. I think them um you know the Panthers and the the Falcons are kind of just by looking at the rosters um the worst teams in in the in the conference. This
0: is a team that should be going out of their way in every way to be getting their hands on Baker Mayfield.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um Yeah, I I lean under. I think they'll have some fight. You know, Pete Carroll isn't getting any younger. They'll play hard for him. But they have no quarterback, and they're in a tough division. Um, So, I don't know. I'm not going to bet the under, but I lean under.
2: Yeah, I, like, agree with you guys. But, like, of all these five-and-a-half teams um, that we'd like, uh, compared to the Falcons, I guess, I don't know. Like, it's just – like you said with Pete Carroll, like I could see this team just being like really scrappy and not giving up, like you talked about, and so that's why I want really no part of an under five and a half. But if Drew Locke is their starting quarterback or Geno Smith is their starting quarterback, then this team I don't think is going to be winning six games. Um, but if you make this bet now and they end up getting um, Baker Mayfield, then I think this team could be scrappy. I think this team could be scrappy and I I think they could they could make the playoffs in the NFC. I don't think that's crazy. Um, I'm not going to put them ahead if they have Baker. I'm not going to put them ahead of the Saints or the Vikings, but or I guess even the Eagles. But they're in that. They're in the top ten, and all you need is a little bit of upside, and they still have a really good receiving core. And you're just kind of dealing with the same beast that you were with Russell Wilson, just like with a little less with significantly less upside with Baker Mayfield. So, um, yeah, this is a stay away though.
1: All right, almost almost to the end here. We got the Bucks coming in at eleven and a half. I mean, hey, Brady had one of the best years of his career last year. He's back. Um, to me, this is another overlook. Um, not going to try and overcomplicate it. Again, like we were talking about with the Saints. Like I mean, the division is bad. I would expect them to go four zero against the the Panthers and the Falcons. Um, and and keep it keep it rolling in Tampa. Yeah,
0: I agree. I don't want to think too much about it. I mean their schedule is pretty hard outside of the division, but they're gonna be circled on everyone's schedule because they are one of the better teams in the league and uh you know, I expect them to be making a push for that bye. Um not gonna bet this, but yeah, I lean I lean over for sure. Love the signing of Akeem Hicks. I don't know if I've said that on the pod, but mm. it was a really good yeah, we move, talked about it. really good move for them.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, boys. Much like uh, the Packers. This is just kind of a blue blood. Uh, they're running it back. I don't think the difference between Arians and Bulls uh, is going to be too much. Lee, you mentioned the signing of Akeem Hicks. Russell Gage, also, with Godwin probably being out until October-ish. Um, they still have Tyler Johnson, who's perennially underrated. Um, yeah. I, uh, I like this. I like this over, too.
1: Alright. Washington, Lee, you're uh, all over this under, I, I'm presuming?
0: Yeah, this is like my least favorite team in the league now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I What's really... That? Just because of Wentz? Yeah, because of Wentz and... Uh, the name. The name. Yeah, the name. I don't know. They They also screwed me over on that bet against Tommy like two years ago and they shouldn't have... They shouldn't have screwed me over.
2: You made the wrong bet, man. Let's you not – we're not going to get –
0: the Giants were 2-0 against them. We're not going to get into the – fine. you know, I paid my dues. Let's just put it that way. I paid my dues. Um, Yeah, screw this team. They suck. They're the worst team in the division. Um, Carson Wentz is awful. Uh, he's like a greasy car salesman. He's like tricking me into thinking he's good every single time he's in a press conference. trying to say that he's like, oh, yeah – I don't know why Indianapolis didn't like me. I don't know. It just bothers me. So, um, yeah, I, I think this team's going to win six or seven games, maybe less. Uh, and yeah, don't like them. September eighteenth, yeah, Ford ball. Field. We're coming for you. That's you going to be definitely. there,
2: Lee?
0: I might. <laughs> I might have to make. I might have to take a, a red eye on Saturday night. Hey man, red just eye. just head over
1: to Greektown, Put a hefty bet on the Lions money line. Pay for your trip. Yeah, exactly.
2: Is that week four or week, so it sounds week like two? Sounds like
1: week uh, two.
2: It's week two. Week two. I'm looking at the look-ahead line right now. We got the Lions plus two, plus one ten on the <laughs> money <modern> line. Oh, <right? laughs> that's at home to the Commanders. <laughs> that's
0: pretty
1: dirty. Get some CLV there, Tommy. What say you about Washington, your divisional
2: foe? Um, yeah, like gun to head. I'm taking the under, but I don't know. The conference still sucks and like i yeah i like i'm gonna take the under two but i'm not like i'm not gonna bet this in real life yeah Uh, yeah
1: whatever all right good uh good episode boys probably when we come back it's it's division preview time
0: awesome
2: yep we thinking are we taking are we taking another three-week hiatus probably start in july
1: unless, unless there's any breakers
2: Adam might Adam might cross the border and just keep going. Yeah. He's got three weeks. He might uh, he might cross that border and just I'm keep be going. Be like yeah. Um, All righty, boys, a good pod, and uh, you stay scheming. You stay scheming.